Hello, friends. It's Ariel Hawani of The Ringer MMA Show. I'm Chuck Mindenhall. And I'm Pete Carroll. And together, we are Three Pack. Follow and listen to The Ringer MMA feed exclusively on Spotify for all the latest in the world of mixed martial arts. And join us live on Spotify Greenroom after every big event. See you then. Love yous. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. The majestic. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. You can call this the new of cheapy Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. Oh, I'm sorry. I like delicious chicken. And also from Los Angeles, 35 under 35 dippers. I think you know people in this town. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast known as Cheap Heat. That's right. That's right. Welcome aboard, everyone. And I want to apologize for me playing it that way. Let's do this the right way. Sorry. All right, we'll get to that in a moment, though. First, I welcome in from Philadelphia, the the EST of CHP. The physically strong stat guy, Greg. SUG, how are you? I'm doing great. Glad to be here with you guys. I, I, I look forward to this every week. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's, 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 one of the mo- like it's, it's one of the times of the week where I'm on a microphone and it doesn't feel like work. I, I always try to explain that like because it seems like I'm always doing work, but there really are differences. N- not all work is created equal. Like, this is not work. One <laughs> app. And cheap heat is this is not work. This is a great time. Um, and also from Los Angeles, California, for his his uh, Super Bowl party just ended. Thirty five under thirty five dippers. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm just here to talk about the Sopranos. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're here to talk about is the Sopranos. Yeah. 
By the way, and anyone listening right now to Cheap Heat, um, I encourage you to go listen to my one ep is life this week. If you love the Sopranos, my next door neighbor, Will Janowitz, a.k.a. Finn from the Sopranos, um, was on the show telling many a story about the Sopranos. And uh, it was a lot of fun. People don't realize what a pivotal role he actually did play. If you go back and think about it, he is such a catalyst for the demise of everything. Um, and, uh, you mm, know, he, mm-hmm. he is, he, he's, he's a, he's a such, he is a pivotal, important character in the demise of the Soprano family or the DeMeo crime family. If it, you really want to get technical. That is a really, really good point. Yeah. Well, why yeah. is it DeMeo? Where's the DeMeo name come from? The, it's the DeMeo. They were originally the DeMeo crime family before the Sopranos took over. Who, who was the, who were, uh, the, that was, um, that was Jackie Richie, April's Richie family? April's father. Jackie and Richie April's father is DeMeo? Well, ja- well he could have been the DeMeo. Grandfather. Jackie's grandfather. Richie took, I mean, this is not part of the show. This was never on the show. This, this is, is by the way, this is lore. Dip reading the internet. It was like when the early days of the internet, when he was reading like not even message boards, they were like, you know, it was like a AOL was, keyword page. It was an AOL keyword page in Raja.com. These are the only two things that I was looking at. <laughs> Shout and, out to uh, yeah. Richie yeah, and Richie. Jackie's grandfather. No, Richie's father. Oh, no, you're talking, I'm, ta- I'm talking Richie, Richie, like Richie, the boss in the, in the first two episodes of the show. Richie's father. You mean, you mean Jackie? Jackie's um, yes, the Jackie, boss. Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. I don't know why I'm saying Richie. I'm sorry. Yes, Jackie Senior. Jackie's father. Jackie God. Senior's father. Jackie Senior's oh. father. Okay, right. Yeah, Jackie's father. He was never on the show. You, they just talked about him a few times, maybe. That is the Deme- that's the DeMeo crew. The DeMeo. But, but why? But why? Here's the question: Why is his name DeMeo? I think it was. I don't know. I, I don't remember that. It was. I wonder it was why. Like he's, a, why his name is Jackie Apollo. That was like the original name of the of the Jersey crew, the DeMeos, the DeMeo crime family. That's really interesting. I wonder yeah. why it's why Jackie has a different name than his father. We have to find out about that. He he may not, though. It may just be I'm, that. I'm just. Okay. Well, well someone, like we'll, we'll figure it out. Name of the crew. Yeah, yeah. Either way, um, that is true. Finn's character is pretty important because the Vito storyline is ultimately the breakdown of everything. To some extent. I mean, you could argue it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the killing. No, no, no. You could also argue it really comes back to Tony B killing Phil's brother. And and why did Tony B kill Phil's brother again? What did they do? Uh, Tony B killed Phil's brother. Um. Because who was he trying to take out? Um, he, it's kind of a gray area, but it, there's definitely no, no, but there, no, 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 but there is a, it's, it's, it's clear at the time. I just can't remember yeah, what it was. Yeah, it's clear at the time. Now I'm just blanking. There's too many things to remember because the entire cycle is someone just avenging something. So you have to going back on what <laughs> the person's avenging is, is very difficult. But uh, anyways, go listen to one up his life. If you are interested in the Sopranos, it is, um, fantastic and i i had a realization this week that i've been really amused by which is like i've been thinking about the sopranos with regard to how annoying 
and I'm sure they got used to it, but how annoying it must have been for the cast to have to talk to real mobsters and like pseudo halfway crook mobsters constantly about their characters. Like I know being in the hip hop world that when I go out and about the amount of conversations you have to have with people that say, Hey, you know, I used to know so-and-so, you know, so-and-so is my cousin, you know, you know, so-and-so and you're going, yeah, I don't care about so-and-so. Well, I'm not even so-and-so. I'm just related to so-and-so <laughs> that you don't care about. And you go, okay, so you're related to the person I don't care about. Now, that is, all, is imagine for James Gandolfini when that show became the biggest thing in the world and he's living in New York and he's working in New Jersey and New York and all these people in that world are looking at him like, oh my God, this is the biggest thing going. You know, they're meeting him going, yo, Tone, listen. And he's like, Jim, Tone, whatever, listen. <laughs> You're doing some things right, but you're doing some things just a little bit wrong. <laughs> right. Let me explain to you. And he has to sit there. I'm like, oh, please, please go ahead. You know, because he's not Tony Soprano. He's uh, Jim Gandolfini. And he's got to sit there and schmooze these people. My guess is endlessly. I mean, my guess is this went on for, for the entire run of the show. And also dip and aren't after. a bunch. Oh, and after. And dip aren't a bunch of the people. People, there are people on the show who are actually in some loose ways affiliated with some people. And then yeah. they have and then they have locations that are real and affiliated with people. Yeah. So they're I told all you this week. I said you need to go to the the you need to go to Carmine's headquarters. In, by the way, in, I, in I looked that up. So I looked that up yesterday. Yeah. It's, it, it's a yeah. bar though. It's a it's a bar. It doesn't sound like it's a real restaurant. No, it's a it's a bar. Confirmed regular. Oh, it's just restaurant. a bar. Okay, got it, got yeah. it. It's just a regular bar. Yeah. But it's I'm so cool to stand at that ledge. I'm considering go. <laughs> I'm considering going to the diner. Holston's. The final oh, scene. So what, are you going to go and I, get why? the exact order? Because we know what they ordered too, right? You know what they order. You're going to have the onion rings a thousand percent. You yeah, don't need to go there. Go to the, but, go to the New York headquarters. Yeah, but I, I know. But the problem is that's fun for a drink. But if I want to go out to dinner and sit down and have a meal, I can't go there. I have to go there, then go somewhere else. Guess what? You're an adult. You can go to both. You can do whatever you want. That's a great point. I can do it all. But I will tell you, I looked up Holston's as a restaurant, as a diner, as an old school diner. It has delicious reviews. It sounds mage, actually. Really? Oh, yeah. It's dessert up a storm. The ice cream focaccia Sunday situation of the cinch. The burgers, the onion rings supposed to be made. It looks like a pretty good diner. Huh. Yeah. I thought it was friendly to Jay's. Hey, it's local friendlies adjacent, it's a, but it's not a chain. It's one place. Also, this is a, a big deal for me. I want everyone to know. I, you know, I, I know that most young people are now are people on the Internet are very into Wordle. Uh, I refuse to play Wordle on principle when I see this many people falling into doing the same thing, even if it's a great thing. I'm too stubborn and I'm not going to do it. I hate it. And I think you're stupid. Don't for doing block your it. blessing, Pete. Wordle's, Wordle's a good game. I'm, I'm I'll take your Wordle. word for it, but I am not going to do it on principle, especially because I just started doing the New Yorker crossword puzzle. And I want everyone to know that I, for the first time in my entire 42 years on earth, finished a crossword puzzle. <laughs> Every single letter is done. Wow. And, yeah. And it's, I, and by I the never way, have still. I still never have. This is this is How do you no know the answers. This is no Sunday focaccia, you know, random TV guide crossword. This is the New Yorker, okay? And let me tell you, my new yeah, my new name's Crossword P. I'm out here working, guys. Wow. <laughs> well, here, you're I'll, using I, I notice you're using the word focaccia a lot in this episode. 
Do you think, uh, P- uh, Greg, do you think Peter's using this to pop Troy's new girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. It has to be mm. all that Yiddish. Um, all right, hold on. Anyway, I'm going to throw, throw one at you before we move on to the biggest. As we don't talk about wrestling during the biggest wrestling news week of the year. <laughs> oh, we just do get one, to it. We have plenty of time. Yeah. And by the way, sorry, Ringer. We may do more longer than 45 to 55 minutes. Okay. So deal Listen, with it. I, the, the people have spoken. My 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 tweets. It's, they found me everywhere. They don't want. They don't want the cap. They, yeah, and no one wants said, the cap. The people said no cap. No cap. All right, let me um, throw one at you. Let me see if you guys can get one. Here we go. Twenty eight across. Let me see how many letters this is. Okay. I, I don't. Right. I, I never get any of these. Yeah, Docu- I was going to say dip. We're done. Document, if he says more than five. We're done. Document issued at a DMV, and it's. Six letters license. across. No, it's not license. license. Nope. That's seven. Right. Document issued at a DMV. What kind of I mean, ticket? Is it a ticket? The audience. It's not a you ticket. You don't have time to be doing this. Okay. You what don't have time to do. Cro- you have time. Peter Rosenberg has time to do crossword puzzles. I have commercial breaks on all my shows. You're not working hard <laughs> enough. If, they don't give the you tickets agent, at the DMV, I though, right? I, you know what? This is the thing. <laughs> I don't read enough. The reason I like the crossword when I'm watching TV at night, if I'm not doing very much, I'm doing this instead of browsing Instagram mindlessly. I, at least when I'm doing a crossword, I can feel my brain working. I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, what can I get? Uh, And then you get something to go and you feel really good about yourself. Uh, Instead of what? This? Oh, look, someone who I hate. Someone who I hate follow. Oh, someone who I... Someone who I pretend I like. You know what? I, I re- you know what? You're right. I apologize. Thank you. Do a crossword. And, and SGG, I'm joking about Wordle. You guys, if you're loving Wordle, fantastic. I'm not seeing you posting the Wordle. Are you, SGG? No. I, I posted that I lost this morning after a, a, what I think was an impressive streak. It was like 30-something games, and I finally got one wrong. And no, I mean, no, but I'm like a, the, people, the people just posting it, like falling for Wordle's promotional plan of just being like, share your score is so lame to me. I just don't know why. Who wants to see it? Who cares I'm that so you follow? late to the party on these things. I don't even know what the hell this is. I know <laughs> what it is, but I, I've never done it. I'm so late to the party with these things with these people. I'm, with, with the, I'm, the I'm late too. Dude, my cousin is so into Twitter. I was talking to him yesterday about Twitter. Him trying to explain to me the conversation he was having on Twitter. It was so deep in the Twitter verse that I was like, bro, you know what? God bless you. If you enjoy Twitter this much, I want you. I, I was I wanted to, to, to give him a hard <laughs> was time. Was it like a debate and, with a stranger type of conversation? No, was it was like, like he was having a moment where people who follow him were making fun of him because he didn't know a certain bit of terminology. Like my cousin's white and he's like has 10,000 followers in black Twitter and he didn't is know. Is he the one who posted about the sugar? What? Is he the one who posted about the sugar yesterday? Yes. How black people called that. That was your cousin? Yes. <laughs> that is incredible. Wait, wait. So you got you you connected to that person? I like- saw I I saw the post about I was like a white guy being like, you know, I can't believe I'm just like, why is everybody calling diabetes the sugar? Or something like that. I forget what the exact tweet was. And I was just like, oh, this dude must just follow a ton of black people because I know we call Oh, because why are you having that conversation about the sugars? <laughs> yeah. I was like, we call it the sugars. 
every we all know we call it the sugar. So for you to just be finding out about this, you must just follow a whole bunch of black people. Well, that's what, that's what's that, so funny. Twitter is such a bizarre place that like he his Twitter world is entirely black, but that's not <laughs> his real world. Like his his in person <laughs> world. Is, and I'm not saying like my cousin doesn't have any black <laughs> friends, but, you know, it's regular Massachusetts Jewish guy world. And so, of course, he doesn't know the sugar. So I'm like, why? So he explains to me that people are saying that. And he was like, no, no. I, he, I was like, did you get in trouble? He's like, no, no, I didn't get in no, trouble. Just it was just, roasting. He said like, it was just funny. I was being roasted because I didn't know this this terminology. And I was like, oh, OK, OK. And then he was like, but, you know, people were already talking about what happened with the fly out. And I'm like, what was the fly? He's like, I can't even explain to you about the fly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you know what, bro? I'm good. Like, I'm good. I, Did he do I, a fly out? No, it was a, that no, was another thing that some, happened on Twitter. Someone's scammer. DM. Oh. I, 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 listen, I, I'm good. I'm, hey, I'm man, good. tell your cousin I said he's certified, though. He's, he's clearly tapped in to what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> it's, it's Twitter's respect, a lot. Dip, respect you're not, dip, to your cousin. Best decision you ever made is not being on Twitter. I don't, I would be on it, but I don't like the way it looks. Hmm. It's not, it's confusing <laughs> looking. It's just I, like, you go to Instagram, you see a picture. Twitter, you have to scroll and the collapsing and the, the other than that's, you know, same thing with threads, the threads. No, the Reddit, threads. I find Reddit, Reddit, I find to be truly un, not conducive to These discords. The thing, the, 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 it looks <laughs> Reddit is repugnant. old looking. It looks old. By the way, by the way, and all of this is just basically chat rooms. It's all yeah, a different yeah, version yeah. of chat rooms. Okay, ASL. Yeah. All right, everyone. I used to be in Sopranos chat room. <laughs> I'm sure you were. I want. I actually, I want to clarify. So the DeMeo family is no, the. Clearly. It's the family. I'm just now like like thinking back in my but head. But why is that the name? Because the original boss of the uh, – I forget the, the guy's first name, but he was the original, original boss of the family in the 50s or whatever it was. Okay. And then yeah. he went to jail. John, you know, uh, Johnny Soprano and, and, yeah. and Junior Soprano were a, were a faction within the family. Got it. And then Jackie – became like the official boss when DeMeo, whatever his name was, went to jail. And then they were all yeah. captains. And this um, is after Johnny Boy. They by were the way, all I'm, this, is, this is how they do it. Uh, allegedly, this is how they do it in real life, where like the crime family is like the quote unquote boss doesn't share the same last name as the crime family because it goes back to the alleged meeting where they allegedly um, formed the five families and then you had all mm. these different... So the Johnny way, Boy and Junior were part of the DeMeo crime family in Jersey. Right. And then but they were, but they were really just generation when you saw the movie, they died off or Junior be, was still around. And then Richie or Jackie April became the boss because right. he was like the man. And then when he died, Tony, Tony became was like who was a captain, became, you know, the boss. The, right, but it's know, still the DeMeos. It's it's still the DeMeos. It's not the Supreme. It's the DeMeo, the DeMeos, right. yeah. Um, by the way, they should do, they should do another, they should do another movie. I oh, think yeah. they will. I think they will. Yeah. I think that they have I want to see another one. Yeah. Like it, wouldn't you think it would make sense to go into the beginning of them really getting this whole thing started? Like the oh, yeah. early, come on. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. 20, 20 something year old, Tony, early thirties, Tony. Like, I mean, that's, that I know be, I, I wanted more. I want to see when he starts committing crimes. Right. That's what we want to see. We want to yeah. see the night. We want to see the night he doesn't go with Tony B. 
and says he hit his head. We got to see that night. I have to see the night. Yeah, he um, okay, guys. Dirty enough. SGG. Anyway, what wrestling, are, professional wrestling. We love it. We've been watching it for years. SGG. What are the headlines this week? Cody and Brandy Rhodes leave AEW. Okay. Um, Brock Lesnar one. was on Pat McAfee's show. Not as big, and but big. WWE is courting a Hall of Famer for a WrestleMania match. That one's big also. And 205 Live has ended and been re- been rebranded as a show for NXT. Oh, it's a new NXT show. Yes. I don't hate that, actually. I didn't even exist. It wasn't making any impact with, like, the real... It, it didn't exist on the main roster, 205 Live. So I don't no. mind that and at all. Even on NXT, too. I mean, like, the Cruiserweight Championship, I feel like it was more visible on NXT than it was on 205 Live. And um, now the championship is also gone. So 205 Live, the Cruiserweight Championship is gone. And uh, and its place will be NXT Level Up, which is sort of like Ooh. a show for <laughs> the NXT's B-Show, sure, sort of. Okay. All right. Well, listen, well, let's I'll, get... I'll take a look. Let's take a look. I won't. Let's get into the biggest... Um, <laughs> no, let's get into the biggest story of the week. Uh, that would be... It's it's a really almost a tie. I mean, Cody and Brandy leaving AEW and a reported Steve Austin return are two of the top three or four biggest news stories of the year, and they happen within 24 hours. Uh, I guess we'll start with um, we should start with Cody and Brandy, where it sounded like they negotiated for like six weeks and they were trying, and at some point it fell through. And all of a sudden, I was sitting there literally texting with Brian Mann, doubting that this was happening, suggesting it was a work and saying, no way, I just don't see it happening. And then literally here comes the statement from Cody Rhodes and Brandy. And here comes the statement from Tony Khan. And now it sounds official, reportedly no non-compete. So, wow, Cody Rhodes and Brandy are gone. That's the thing, right? I mean... You said it's been something that's been in the works for at least six weeks. It has to be more than that, right? Because you would think in January we spoke about the the rumor that his contract was expired and he was a free agent and he could possibly be working as early as the Rumble for WWE. And, you know, we speculated about a number of things. He seemed to confirm that in a promo that he doesn't have a contract with AEW, which led people to believe that there was a contract and it was a work and... And whatever the case may be, That's but what I it thought. seems that, yeah, it seems that I thought so too, especially when he acknowledged it on TV, but it seems that no, his contract did in fact expire and um, he fulfilled all his duties. So there wouldn't be a non-compete and he's was free to go wherever he wants to go. And the rumor is, I don't know if you said this outright, but the rumor is that he's going to be back in WWE um, very soon. Well, is- I mean, in fact... Wade Keller's reporting that Vince McMahon is planning to give Cody Rhodes a major WrestleMania match. Cody and WWE haven't confirmed it, but Cody is going to WWE and he's going to get a big push, according to Wade Keller. Vince McMahon is going to treat this as a big deal. Everybody I talk to thinks Vince loves this idea of acquiring the co-founder and EVP and main event wrestler. Um, And... It could be a situation where Cody's in a major match at WrestleMania. 
Keller said he had four plus hours of conversations with his sources within AEW and WWE, which led him to believe that he's going to be on the WrestleMania 38 card. He said, I expect him to be as either there as a wrestler or making his first appearance. I don't know if they can hold back putting him on TV, so I could even see him appearing on Raw or SmackDown next week. I'm not aware of there being any kind of non-compete at this point since he's been a free agent for a while, so Cody could appear. This is all according to the great Wade Keller. Um, Can you imagine? push. Okay, I just want to say something stupid. Go ahead. Can you imagine if this is still all a gigantic work? There's There's been been zero confirmation or anything from WWE about this. Okay. Can you imagine? I know that they have, and they also haven't said like, it's not true. He's not signing here. He has no plans to sign here. Okay. But like, I know this is probably not the case, but can you imagine, just fantasy this was like, can you imagine if this is a gigantic Tony Khan work? Well, imagine if tonight, imagine if tonight, as we're recording this, and maybe some of you are hearing it before, you'll hear it afterwards. Imagine if on Wednesday night at Dynamite, the music start, the show starts, it's dark, and then all of a sudden, Cody's music hits. It's all of a sudden a big deal. Cody comes yeah. out yeah, more meaningful true. than he's been in two years if they could do that. So, yeah, they're like, okay, so Tony seemingly disappointed the fans with the Jay White thing because, like, it wasn't, it was like a non announcement announcement. It didn't really make sense or whatever. We know Tony Khan's number one thing. He does not want to disappoint the fans. Well, get into the Jay White thing. Oh. We didn't talk about it at all yet. Mm. Yeah, last week uh, we should also mention that um, Jay no, White I'm just and saying, Keith, like, like, Keith Lee both debuted on on Dynamite, um, and and he had he had sort of Tony Khan had sort of sold the public on it's going to be a huge thing, Forbidden Doors, blah 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 blah, and one was uh, Jay White and one was Keith Lee, and yeah, the Jay White thing was underwhelming. He showed up in a backstage vignette, and also, I mean, can I be honest, guys? I'm a I'm a mainstream wrestling fan at this point in my life. I don't really know much or care about Jay White. So like there are a lot of people who just see him and go, who's that? Like that's, uh, that's if you're being, if you're being realistic about where things are. Can you imagine if the lights go, he's up on dynamite tonight and he goes, I'm not going anywhere. Where the hell did you think I was going? That other place. I mean, Oh my God, mind blown. If that's what they're pulling off here, it's not, but it's, it's still a mage thought. It's it's a mage thought, but it also it's funny. You fantasy booking is shows how un, impossibly unsatisfied dissatisfied we are as wrestling fans, because it should be exciting enough that he may be showing up to WWE and having a match at WrestleMania. And now you're fantasy booking back. Oh my god! Imagine if he could stay at AEW. Well, to me, it was like he never he was never really a thing. I mean, he was starred. He was like a Joe Bear Jace in WWE, a good decent wrestler. I don't know. And then he became Stardust, which I loved. I thought it was I love fun. Stardust too. He was a low to mid Carter, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, he peters off. I for, like forget if there was. I I, 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 I prefer you to use different terminology. <laughs> yeah. He petered off his offense. Whatever. <laughs> he, he 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 whatever. He goes away in some context and then shows up. He's the biggest star in AEW. I mean, it's just you know. Well, like, but okay. So you, I, what you're saying feeds uh, my narrative. This is why I was arguing yesterday, and it looks like I'm going to be proven wrong. This is why I was arguing with people that I didn't think WWE would sign him. And I certainly didn't think they would give him a huge push because to the point that you're making dip, if you make Cody Rhodes coming back a huge deal, could you do any more to acknowledge the significance of AEW? No, you're absolutely right. It's a great point, but it's such a quandary how they book this guy coming back 
What are they going to do? He, it is a big deal to the wrestling universe, okay? Yes, which is why I like him, it, by the way, and why I think they should do it, because I do think culturally it is a good idea, and it shows wrestling fans that you care about what wrestling fans would be excited about. It's the definition of something. It's the definition of something. Yes. So I hope that they book him big, even though I'm not a big fan of Cody Rhodes. I never was. But if they book him like a thing, then it's something. And all I'm asking for at the end of the day is something. SGG, so for, first of all, what do you think's going to happen? And yeah, what do you think about my point that it's like a little weird almost to give him a huge push because it's like, isn't that over-acknowledging the significance of your competition? I don't think it's necessarily over-acknowledging the significance of AEW. I do think that him getting a huge push after what he meant to WWE is weird, and it's a lot. It it definitely does over-acknowledge the significance of what he means to AEW. And I think that at the end of the day, you know, as much as Cody Rhodes is the co-founder and he's the face of AEW and, and Turner in terms of that reality show and the Go Big show, in terms of the wrestling product that they're putting out, them taking Cody Rhodes doesn't really do a lot of damage to AEW because even for the last few months before he Agreed. was gone, his storylines and everything was sort of self-contained and they didn't really have ramifications throughout the rest of what was happening on Dynamite. So, you know, from a PR standpoint and, and optics wise, them poaching Cody Rhodes is huge. But in terms of what it's going to do to AEW, I don't think it's going to do that much damage because- no. At the end of the day, Tony Khan's checkbook is not closing up. They're going to continue to down the path that they are. They have a philosophy. It seems like Cody didn't fit into that philosophy anymore. He went somewhere where he he can command more respect than he had. But um, And people were pretty yeah. down on Cody and Brandy. A lot of people were already pretty down on Cody and Brandy previously. Yeah. So, Here's, so I don't... Let me, let me it's bigger it. for WWE than it is, you know, against AEW. Like, it's a bigger get for WWE than a loss for AEW, I think. I let like. me fantasy book for a second on this, okay? Go ahead. Cody Rhodes, I hope they don't do anything until Mania, okay? And just like the Hardys were, was the big pop a couple years ago, Cody is the big pop, okay? He comes out. He's he sh he's shooting on wrestler, wrestling business. And he does some some promo. I'm a holier than thou promo. Brandy with Brandy, they come out and they they they're they're in the middle of the ring. He's I'm going to change the wrestling business. I'm already a renegade or whatever. They make some. They don't make mention of AEW, but they talk about what he just was. And all of a sudden, no chance in hell hits. Uh, okay, Vince comes down to the ring. Vince and Cody Rhodes are face to face. Okay. There, you feel like they're about to come to blows, and then you have Stephanie's music come out. Stephanie comes out. Okay, you have Stephanie, Brandy Rhodes face to face. The two of them start some angle together or whatever, and then all of a sudden, there's some who knows, like who's the who's the this the this family and that family. There's some sort of maybe Triple H is healthy enough to come out again. Or something, and you have Triple H and and, and Cody face to face. Well, that would have been the thing. Everything it would change. It would be gargantuan. You want to have a WrestleMania moment? That is your WrestleMania moment for WrestleMania 38. Well, I, I would say keep Brandy far away from it. I mean, I, I shouldn't get that take off in February, but I would say keep Brandy far away from it. But why? Other than that, she because why? Man, she can she can 
barely talk in terms of like <laughs> selling a match and, and she cannot wrestle. So I mean, I would not want to see unless they're gonna I, give her. I, like I a think script. barely talk is a. I think barely talk is an overstatement. Um, I think I actually, I actually think she's improved a lot in her time. There. Yeah, I'm I don't think she can. Be, I'm just saying it'd be cool to see her. Ver- it, her, she doesn't have to say much. It's just her face to face with Stephanie. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I think the I think the Triple H Cody thing is something that people have thought about and think is really fun. Yeah. I think there's an angle for Cody. The angle for Cody to me is of leaning into real stuff about the disrespect yeah. of his father. That would be awesome too. Yeah. It's like, he has uh, to, I'm not, I'm back and I'm taking over and I'm not wearing bleeping polka dots. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm taking this company. I'm not wearing polka dots. You know, like I'm not, I'm not a common man anymore. Okay. I'm rich. I'm this, I'm that I'm, you know, and then, oh, uh, then we got dashing Cody Rhodes, who was my, my favorite Cody Rhodes. That would be so dope. If they would just pull something like that off, don't they realize how mage that would be? I you know how excited do, I am thinking about this? I, I don't know that you're ever going to get Vince. Uh, do you think Vince McMahon still is going to do things where he comes out to the middle of the ring for a promo? I don't know, but yeah, he lived a couple of years ago. Stephanie. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Let it be Shane and Stephanie. Let it be, or let Triple H and Stephanie versus Brandy and Cody. I'm not saying they need to wrestle, but them in a storyline. As a storyline, yes. That is yes. above everything else. You know, I always talk about we need an A plus storyline. We need something that's just above the the title. Yeah, that is a great, perfect example of what that could be. I agree. To just reinvigorate yeah. the WWE universe. I agree. It's it. It would be bizarre that it's Cody Rhodes who we're talking about it being with. But it, it, this is where we <laughs> it are. would. Let me let me just say one more thing. Make a point. The fact that we have this hanging over our heads going into WrestleMania is mage. It's so fun to have something big like this hanging over your head when you when you are going to attend Mania. 
Oh, of course. Yeah, this is this is what so, I want. I hope they don't do anything until Mania with this. Well, I mean, I I don't know if I'd go that far. I I think it could be very exciting if they they have they have enough time. Does he dare show up to Saudi? Is Cody Rhodes on his way to Jeddah or Riyadh or wherever <laughs> they are? It's it's February sixteenth. I don't think there's any reason to not put this on Mania. You have too much time to not. That means you have to wait two months when they could potentially have him show up and get a match right now that could still be yeah. meaningful. Especially Listen, if, if he's somebody that they feel like can make an immediate impact. You don't wait six weeks for immediate. You know what I mean? You drop it in right now and then you you boost. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I think I think you I think waiting for that would probably be unlikely. If they see him as a big asset, then if that's how they see it, I think we'll get it right away. Now, that leads us to the other biggest story of the week, which is it now sounds all. I can't believe I'm saying this. It's amazing. The wrestling uh, yeah. business. This is, by the way, this is how we love the wrestling business. This is why it's so great. Okay, there's no world in which, you know, uh, in ten years, Tom Brady's going to come back. You know, at 54 years old, that's not going to happen. But in wrestling, after 19 years, you can go from it is impossible that we'll ever see Steve Austin wrestle again to I would say right now, if I was betting, I would bet that Steve Austin is going to be wrestling at WrestleMania. That is why we love this. The rumor came out this week that they've been really pushing to make this happen. Then all of a sudden we find out I had I saw on Twitter. I'd never heard this before. The the pictures of Austin buying a ring last August for his house. I did not know that Austin had bought a ring and me me either. So now I guess it's yeah. In August 21, like seven, eight months ago, he, he got a ring at his house. So there is obviously something going on. And now people uh, you're watching this week. We find out on Monday the rumor is Austin could be back, and on Monday night, Kevin Owens just randomly starts cutting a promo on how disgusted he is by the state of Texas and how he never wants to set foot in Texas and how disgusting it is and the people are liars and their stupid accent, and it's like, okay, I guess we're getting Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin, Stunner versus Stunner at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Do you and really I'll say this, too. Match? Who cares? Who who cares? Austin's style, especially after, you know, he broke his neck with Owen Hart, it was never like, you know, the fast-paced WWE style they have right now. It was brawl, punch, kick, stomp a mud hole, loop that yeah, press, yeah. stunner, go home. And I think he can do that again. And, you know, I think about that last Dallas WrestleMania, he looked he looked pretty good. In fact, ever since he stopped, he never looked he like never he stopped was out of good. shape. Yeah, he, he looks always great. looked like he could go for one more match. So I think... 57 years uh, old. For one more match, I think he could do it. Yeah, I, I my, my to answer your question, Dip, yes, I think it will be a legit full Ugh. match. Um, I don't know if it'll be 30 minutes, but my guess is we'll get a real 10-minute match, uh, 10, 12 minutes, him and KO. I mean, listen, KO... It is an interesting choice. There are a lot of people who are going to go, how is it Kevin Owens? If we're finally getting Austin back again, it should be Brock. It should be Bobby. It should be, you know, Roman. But the truth is, I think I think from a the standpoint of what they're trying to achieve, I think KO will will do the job. Yeah, and I think, I yeah, think too, because sure. when Kevin Owens was a ring of honor, he got those comparisons to, to their version of a stone cold. Now he's using the stunner. I think Kevin Owens makes sense in a lot of ways and why you don't put um, Austin with those other 
those other parts is because then you can spread them out, right? You already have locked up Roman and, and Brock, but you can do something else with Bobby. You can do something else with some of these other bigger stars. You can do something else with, with Seth. And then KO is somebody that you can put in against Stone Cold that is going to do his part to sell the match. Because let's face it too, Stone Cold's not showing up every week if they announce this match. He's not going on on tour. He's not popping up and making the town. So somebody has to be in the arena to sell this match week to week. And it's I, I trust KO with that. I think they do too. It's a great point. Great point. And, and by the way, if this is in fact true, if they have Steve Austin coming back for WrestleMania 38, I this changes the way I, I, I book. I no longer want to bother putting both titles in the Roman Brock match. I don't have Brock win the chamber. You don't need the unification. You don't need the title versus title anymore. You now have another huge the- name. I I have Brock get cheated out of the. I have I have Roman somehow screw Brock in the chamber. I have I have Bobby retain, and then I have a Bobby title defense and Roman and Brock. You don't need all the titles in that match anymore. You've now got an Austin match to go with too. Yep. Because otherwise, okay. my question is this: If they put both the titles on Roman and Brock. That's all in that match. Where's Bobby going? Bobby's gonna have a non-title match against who? Him and Drew. I think they're gonna a... set it up on Saturday. I guess. We're, yeah, I guess we're gonna find out what Bobby's future is on Saturday, right? If it's not, yeah, yes. If it's not the, or even if it is the title, that'll be the focus of the show, in my opinion. So do you yeah, think? Interesting. Do you think that Bobby, if Bobby walks out with the championship, that'll tell us a lot about WrestleMania, like for sure? Yes, we can, we can definitely yep. say that. Something, some they have a huge ace up their sleeve that we haven't seen or don't know about yet. If Bobby is walking out of there with the championship, can, can I can I ask you a question? Can I just not to change the subject? Which not, I'm not. We do title for title, Brock versus Roman. Brock, Brock versus Roman. Do we get the Rock costing Roman the belt, the type both titles at Mania, as a foreshadowing to next year's? WrestleMania in Los Angeles. Do they do they do they start the feud at WrestleMania 38? Does Roman does it's, does, it's, it's out, does it's WrestleMania that's, end? That's a lot. With Brock Lesnar holding both belts up as a result of the Rock costing Roman Reigns the match. It, I do not think that's, that's a, crazy. You think it's crazy? That would be so mage. I think it's a lot. I I do. I think it's a lot. But, they're saying it is a lot, but they're saying they're saying there's going. I'm just looking at the dirts as we're talking here. They're saying there's going to be another stone cold level surprise at Mania this year. There is only one other stone cold level surprise, right. and it ain't Hulk Hogan. It's not. It's The Rock. It, and by the way, <laughs> I will say this: The Rock at at WrestleMania, Young Rock will be two weeks into that season. Oh boy. Two weeks oh into his second season. Dip, you're in the TV business. Second season is important, right? He needs to get to that third season for that to start making big money, right? <laughs> Sophomore season's a big season, of course. So so two weeks into to, to second season of Young Rock, I if they're going to get The Rock for 39, I think Dip is actually dead right, and they will use him at 38. They will but try do, to get but, that full year again. But do they use him to take the titles off of Roman, or is it is it like every other thing where... Roman wins, and he just comes out by crook, and then somebody comes out, and uh, exactly. All right, whatever. I, no, but no, no, no. But that's it's not. It's not quite a whatever. It, it, 
to SGG's point, you're probably right that they would do that, which is a little less cool, to be honest. That is a little less cool. It would be cooler if he was involved in the finish, I believe. Him just coming out and standing there, it's like, so you it, came it to would Dallas, be, but then it then they then they have wait. to explain it would be, but then they have to explain a lot more. Right? That raises a lot more questions that the rock is not going to be. See, you're doing it again, SGG. You're doing it again. Oh no, you're saying they'd have to tell a story? Well, no, no, but but think about it though, right? Tell a story. But think about it, right? If the rock interferes and costs Roman the the championship, that raises a lot more questions that the rock won't be around to answer versus if he just confronts him and there's a stare down. SGG, but let's not act like it's heavy. This is. This is pro wrestling, okay? This isn't this isn't Shakespeare. He he could show up the next night on Monday and explain the whole thing in one promo. Let's but here he could, but the, but then we have to wait a year for the payoff versus you know him staring well, Roman down. I would hope that that year payoff would include he's going to have to come back again like he did last time. He, I'm not saying he'll have to have a title run in the middle of the year like he did and and, and headline with CM Punk at Survivor Series, but, but I'm, he, I'm, th- I'm just thinking about the Cena the Cena version, right? When he showed up and was like, "I'm going to fight you next year," and then we didn't see him until Survivor Series, and then things really heated up until Survivor Series. It's like I feel like they can't afford to do that again because the world moves at such a faster pace right now that if the Rock shows up and they and they plant the seeds for something, he needs to be around to like see it through. Either he way, he's going to get physically involved. There's something going on. There's something happening. Yeah, yeah he'll be he'll be there though for sure. He has to be there though. Don't discount Cena either for a mania appearance. Well, hold on, hold on. Cena's hold on, not hold Austin on, level, but he's right under there though. Hold on, mm-hmm. hold on. Dip, you're the one who just told all our listeners a couple weeks ago when I suggested <laughs> it. You're the one who said no chance, and I said, "What do you keep the guy's book?" And you're like, "Oh, Jace." You're the one who said no yo, chance. Cal- now you, now, now Cal- he goes. Been updated. Hey, you never know. You never know. John Cena. Blah, blah, blah. So wait, is Cal- 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 price is not yesterday's no. price. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. The, you said it backwards, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. I know. I did. I screwed that up. <laughs> but that's why you know the implication. I understand the implication. Guys, yesterday's is, price is not today's price. That's right. But that also means that today's price is not yesterday's price. Also, so it's the same thing. You're right. It's the same thing. It's it's it's, a, it's achieving the same goal. <laughs> I've used that now only one other time. I like the sound of it. Which one? Today's yesterday's price, price is not today's bread. Oh well, it's a, I mean, literally, it's a great, it's, yeah, it's, it is. It's people are it treating genius. it like it's the greatest accomplishment Fat Joe's ever had. This one off. It's, it's one up of the there. Great accomplishments of our time. <laughs> that listen that that versus recap was was masterful, especially for him oh, to no. just be there by himself. So oh, many quotables. I'm a part. Of, I'm a part of history. I was in that recap and got shouted out. You, you were. You were. That was one of my favorite. He's like, I was like, wow. Rosenberg said he was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you go back and watch it, dip. I'm in the comments, and Fat Joe's one of the few people in, in hip hop. When he sees me in the comments, will always be like, yo, my man Rosenberg knows. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a shout out in the yesterday's yeah, price is not today's price. My claim to fame. It's uh, um, it should be a drop on this show, quite honestly. It's it is pretty mage. We, we we should get that. We should get that drop. That's it a good be idea. A drop. We're gonna need it, especially well, on the road to WrestleMania. I think we're gonna need it. No, we need we need yesterday's price, not today's price, or we need Fat Joe going. Rosenberg was like, oh, well, yeah, we need both. <laughs> we need both. <laughs> we need both. Uh, wow. So, but the, the really exciting thing here is to to what Dip was saying earlier. We are on the road to WrestleMania. 
We have oh, yeah. a we have elimination chamber this week, and we have things to talk about. Like I, I listen. Would it be There's more? Something would going I, on. Would I be more excited if what people were talking about was uh, MJF potentially appearing in WWE? Okay, yeah, I'd be I'd be more excited. But at the same time, Cody Rhodes, it could still be something. And the fact that they want to do something reportedly. To me, that's a good sign that they care about pleasing WrestleMania, wrestling fans at WrestleMania this year and not just like corporate sponsors. Yeah, and I mean, I guess because they try to do both every year, but I guess that this is the year where wrestling fans don't feel like we're getting the short end of the stick, right? Because like Cody showing up at WrestleMania is probably a hardcore internet wrestling fans version of a Goldberg match or, you know, whatever that thing is that pops the corporate sponsors. So it finally feels like we're getting something on the level of what they give to, to Snickers or whoever else as versus the midge. Maybe we can also get as versus the midge. It'll be, it'll be great. They as versus the midge. Now dip, uh, you didn't even get to mention through all this excitement that your favorite superstar Tommaso Ciampa was on raw this week. I know. I know. I hated what he did though. So, i know what what are they going with you i mean what do they do dude come on dude okay come on dude (laughs) tomaso champa is is gonna they're in tomaso champa one of the most major of the mage is going to be in a feud with dolph ziggler well that would sort of go with probably the way they think of tomaso champa well, I mean that they want to showcase his talents, right? Because you don't want to throw him in there with somebody, somebody who's not yeah, going to bring out the best in him. But what are you going to do with talents. him, Dip? It's not exciting. That's yeah, not but, exciting. What, so what would they do? Though? I mean that, but Tommaso, that's that's one. What? You know that you know that you know. But I can't say this. You know what? Would right away, be more interesting though. Honestly, if they wanted to do something with Champa for some reason, they could so easily hot shot him into something with Austin Theory, and that could make sense. Sure. How? Great. How can they make it make sense? Yeah. Um, Ciampa's been sitting in NXT for years. He sees Vince McMahon is in love with Austin Theory. He It makes him sick. He shows up, beats the hell out of Austin Theory, and boom, we're off to the races. Good night and good luck. I mean, I'm not It'll feeling be, it. Just- you're, you're, oh, you're feeling more just him, Dolph Ziggler, randomly shows up to NXT? That's I like main roster it. guys popping up to NXT, yeah. I don't. I don't know if that necessarily needs to be a vehicle for his debuting on the main roster, but I do like main roster guys going over to going and back you, to NXT. And you don't think the idea of a Champa? You don't know maybe who's showing up and attacking Austin Theory, but someone showing up and attacking Austin Theory, and it's revealed to be Tommaso Champa. You don't think that would give a little more oomph to his appearance? Um, and, well, and that's, gives Austin that's not what something. you said, though. That's that's well, better than what you said. Well, give me ten I'll seconds, dude. I'm just I I need I need twenty seconds to make the thought get even better. I'm just saying. Well, to dip, we'll to keep, dip's point, keep throwing in the spice blend. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. hit, you could probably find spice. someone who's a little more right now. I mean, listen, Dolph Ziggler's a great wrestling talent. Everyone knows that, but he has not been a part of anything meaningful in some time. Love Dolph Ziggler, but uh, I don't need him. I don't need him making Champa's uh, intro into the company on the main roster. I'm sorry. At this moment, I does that would seem yeah, there's not a ton going on there. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I did not yet see the Becky Lita contract signing. Anything exciting there? Um, no, I, Becky I, seems I did to be on a like bit of a downward spiral. Sorry, what? SGG. Oh, no, I'll say it. Becky seems to be on a little bit of a downward spiral. Some giving us some some character development that's different from I'm big time and I'm gonna run through you that she that she sort of did with everybody else. She seems to be doubting herself. This is a nice little yeah. wrinkle. She's nervous. That's the gimmick. She's she, she is nervous. Any chance this leads to any chance this leads to anything more than just this one match? The well, Lita said she has another run. You guys have to start raising your hand one at a time. I'm sorry. SGG, go first. <laughs> Lita said she has another run in her. She's just she said she has came another run and explicitly her. said this. So she's she's. She's more than hinted at the fact that this is not going to be just for one match. Now, whether it ends up being a title run or an edge like couple more years with feuding with the younger women on the on the roster it remains to be seen. But she she made it seem like she's back. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I would be I would be so I would be so happy if truly if we got Lita at Mania too. I think it's such an easy thing that's sitting right there to make it more spicy because to me, guys, Charlotte Ronda, even though it's two huge names, at this moment, it doesn't have the spice. No. It's spiceless. <laughs> I want some spice. It's, it's unseasoned? Yeah. It's unseasoned. Yeah, yeah. I need, yeah. We need uh, everything but the bagel seasoning to go on this match a little. Because right now it's 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 tasteless. It's bland. It's very bland. Hey, I need shout I need a little bit. I need a little bit of shout out to Do they shout do that to, to them Jones. again though? Do they do that to them again? Right, because um, they added Becky Lynch to the Becky Lynch with no title to the last uh, Charlotte Ronda match where they were going in both as champions. Um, do they do that to them again and throw Lita into that match to? To to get it get it the the spice that it needs, Lita is the everything but the bagel seasoning that they need for that match. L- what are your thoughts? Here's the other question. <laughs> here's the here's the other question. All right, if they have all these other big, big um big tickets that they're pulling out of their hat, like these big tricks they're pulling out of their hat, do they even feel like they need to add Lita to that match? Like if they have a Rock appearance and a Cena appearance. And an Austin return match after almost twenty years, and Brock and Roman, whether or not that's title for title, do they even feel like they need Lita in that match? Or do they try to use her, you know, put her, send her in another direction? Whether it's Lita and Rhea, or Lita and Queen Zelina, or Trish and Lita going for the tag titles, or something else, is what you're saying uh, potentially that they're overseasoning? Too much seasoning. <laughs> it could be overseasoning. Guys, um, should we guys should we do us a mailbag or should we preview? 
Or should we preview yeah. uh, Saturday here? I'm just going to say they're, they, they're clearly trying to do something again with Rhea Ripley because of the the, um, the they spent the entire half, half one and a half hours of the three hours of Raw putting her over as you know in the Gauntlet match that they had this week. So there's they're clearly trying to do something with Rhea Ripley again. That seems to be their new go-to to build someone back up is the Gauntlet performance. They love the it works. Well, they're, it they're works. Big Gauntlet performance people. It works, huh? man. It worked for Seth. It worked for Kofi. Um, it worked for the new day when they needed a refresh. It works. Why not? Yeah. And it's and yeah. it, to give the women some time and showcase what they showcase five different women in one match in a way that didn't didn't seem convoluted and it got everybody a chance to shine. We should do it gauntlet works. podcasting. Me versus SGG. Whoever wins goes against Rosenberg. Whoever wins that goes against Evan Mack. Whoever wins that goes against Shoemaker. Huh? And, and then Kaz, Kaz, the big Kaz boss. Is, Kaz is the, is the big boss. I like it. I'm in. Let's uh, do a, a, a podcasting gauntlet match. It's a really good idea. What are your idea? thoughts? It's great. Idea. It's a great idea. Here is the. We got to do it in green room. Let the let the fans vote on who gets the boot. Oh, by the way, there's there's a there's going to be a green room this Saturday after chamber elimination. You know, the only problem with these green rooms is like every other American, I'm a, I'm a COVID alcoholic. I want to drink on Saturday. So, you know, I have to be mindful now that I have to, to go talk about wrestling at the end of the whole thing. You can't just get on here and make a fool of yourself. Well, I'm you might do, do some of your best work with a couple of sips. True. True. It's just talking wrestling. Let's be honest. I can handle it. I'm going to, uh, ba- I'm going to do bagels and shame. Bagels and shame. Bagels and shame. Wait, does that mean you're inviting people over for it or by yourself? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Because what's it like 9 a.m.? He's going to wake up. And I can't, I can't believe how much Dip likes to have people in his house. I've never we'll do, in my we'll, life understood Maybe this. I'll go. I'll go. We'll do a, you know, a Skylar. We've been doing. Um, we're starting a new tradition with uh, with Skylar Aston and the Astonettes, his friends. Um, we're, uh, we're doing. Yeah, the Astonettes. We're doing Dynamite. Uh, Wednesday night dynamites. And what does that uh, mean? Where all the guys get together and watch dynamite. <laughs> but, but how is it dynamite with the Astonets? What do you mean? Well, Astonets implies it's women. Oh no, it's not. There's, okay, it's not gender. That's not true. It's not true. It could be, but it could be a combination. Well, the term "ets" would usually mean traditionally. Yeah. Uh, that usually means women. But I'm but not. Listen, I'm, not uh, I'm not implying that though. It's not. It's not women. It's 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 no. it's it's gynamite. Well, I don't know if I. I don't know if we need to go with the name gynamite. You don't like it. Gynamite? No. You're not in love. I'm You're not, not in love. love. I'm not. <laughs> in love. Not in love with it. Okay, we'll we'll think of another name. No, what you should we should watch we should watch since it's on a Saturday afternoon we should watch Chamber Elimination on um on Zoom old school beginning of COVID times. This we would should. Be a, I would, I'm down for this, that. that. That would be. This would be a good one to do that on. Like, I, I say that SGG because it's like one where maybe Dip could survive a pay per view without inviting someone over because it's at 9 a.m. So I'm thinking, <laughs> does he really need people to come sit in his house? Because remember, the worst uh, SGG was as COVID went on and Dip had had enough of being alone. He would continue to want to go on the zooms with us to watch pay per views, but he'd have people <laughs> in his house and just wouldn't pay attention. I'm lonely, man. What do you he want to say? He would just have it. What, lonely for what? It's LA is completely open. There's nothing. <laughs> it, it is the same as it's ever been. It, it is never even slowed down. Parties. It slowed down for two weeks. 
I'm alone at Dipper Lago, man. Come on. Be nice. Also, dip, float the name Skynamite. See how he feels about that. Ooh. Ooh. Just, just, just send it. Just float it. See? Skynamite. See how he feels. Ooh, I'm here, I'm here for that. All right, here's what we have. We have uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic up against The Miz with Maurice. Uh, we have Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya. That came together at the end of SmackDown last week. Um, Shout out to Ronda fu- Rousey, too. You, you know what's funny about Ronda Rousey? What's that? I, when, when, when I see her with Naomi, I'm like so struck by how Naomi is such a baby face and she's with Ronda. I'm like, why is she with Ronda? Because well, Ronda, Ronda just, needs that baby face, feel- <laughs> that baby face rub. She just is not, face. but she, I know, but it's so unnatural. It's like, it's yeah. so not who she is. And when I look at her, I'm like, why is this scowling person? Oh, like, her with Naomi, it seems so, it just doesn't, it's weird to well, me. But, weird. but remember too, Rhonda found out last year, I think that she has some black ancestors. So, you know. Oh. I wasn't even looking at it racially, SUG, but that's a very interesting point. <laughs> uh, then we have the uh, the elimination chamber for the Raw Women's Championship, which will ha- be Liv versus Rhea versus Bianca versus Dewdrop versus Nikki Ash versus Alexa Bliss. The winner gets a match at WrestleMania 38. Um, and so it was. Re- Bianca won that gauntlet match on Monday, so she's going to come in last at that Elimination Chamber match. I think you get Bianca or Rhea winning that. I would think so. I yeah. don't think Nikki. I don't think Bliss. I think I Bianca. Think Liv. I, I hope they nope. do something cool with Bliss in the match. I hope Bliss gets her little moment. Yo, Bliss, Bliss and Rhea could be a good WrestleMania match. Rhea's yeah. been calling herself the Nightmare, and, and now you got Alexa Bliss, who who has been, you know, she's going to a really dark place over these past couple of years. Oh, yeah. And the match itself, if, if with this with the right story, the match itself could deliver. When we have uh, Drew McIntyre, this is Dip's, the match Dip is most excited for. We have Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss with Happy Corbin. Falls count anywhere match. I like, I'm, I'm Mad Cat Moss is over, like we're over with me. You like him? Same. <laughs> I, li- I same. like him. I like him. I think he's a good wrestler too. No, he's he tells not those corny jokes. I pop. No, I'm he's not, down for Mad Cat Moss. He can talk. I'm a fan. Yeah. And he, he can wrestle. I do think he's talented. I do. I, yeah, I think this story is. the story has been a little goofy, but I think he is talented. Um, I'm, but I'm that's what's gonna that that's what's gonna solidify his place though in this company. Because he's taking the he's taking that goofy story, he's leaning all in, and they're gonna give him more and, and more big roles, and he's gonna fly up the ranks just by being game to do whatever they give him. I, I feel like uh I'm very pleased with um, the fact that like Drew is like getting a moment to just be in the mid card. I, I, you know, I just it was enough as enough. I mean, he no, no, Mr. he needs COVID. to be here for a little bit. He needs it. I agree, Mister COVID era. You know, he's like it was time. Uh, Roman Reigns, your Universal Champion, with Paul Heyman versus Goldberg. You have um, the Usos versus the Viking Raiders. For the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, you have Becky Lynch, the Raw Women's Champion versus Lita. Pretty cool. And then, of course, the big one, Bobby versus Brock versus Freakin versus Austin Theory versus Riddle versus AJ. Lashley, the champion, 
winner leaves as champ. It's not a bad card. No. It's not a bad card. No. No, it's a it's, good card. I think Bobby Lashley wins the chamber. You don't think that think, you, you think they're not going to bother now. You're going with my theory that they don't need the two titles. I, yeah, I think Roman Reigns costs. I think he. I think Roman and Paul cost Brock the chamber, and Bobby walks out of the chamber with the belt, and then you still can have Brock and Roman for the Universal Title. And that's that. You have to think this match is about Bobby and Brock and maybe a little freaking. I don't think it's about freaking. I think freaking lose. I think I, I no freaking freaking. I think freaking has his own separate situation going on at Mania. Oh, no, no. I don't think it's like, it's like I, you I agree, said, though. Go ahead. Ashini. No, I was going to say it's like you said, though, dip this. This match is going to be the what, what sets up a lot. Right. So I, I'm with Rosenberg that this match is a little bit about freaking because we got to figure out where, where the freak he's going to be. Um, at WrestleMania, you think they focus in the match? I think that I think we get some hints about where where freaking's going for WrestleMania in the match. Yeah, I think mm. so. Mm. Okay. Triple H jerking the Undertaker off. Male. Adrian says, "Did my ears deceive me? Was cheap heat compared to the more often than not three hour marathon that is Monday Night Raw? Never that." <laughs> I agree a thousand percent with the Forever Twenty Four Seven Champion when he said that when it's a podcast that you enjoy, longer is better. When I get the notification that the latest episode of the flagship podcast on the Ringer is up, it's always a bonus to see an episode that is past the sixty-minute mark, and a bit of disappointment when it's not. This is the podcast that I look forward to every week, followed by the fine maker of shoes. Ric Flair doesn't get criticized for doing Broadways, and Cheap Heat shouldn't either. Please keep it going and going. As the rideback, as the rideback would say, feed, <laughs> feed me, me more. Page. <laughs> Mail. Thomas writes us and says, Dear Sweet P, Dipperstein, and Greg, the man of a thousand major Jace nicknames. Greetings from Ireland, home of the man and land of Celtic warriors, demons, and men who love to fight. Wow. Mage. On, a, <laughs> on is- a rare venture to Twitter land. I connected with the EST of CHP over Orange Cassidy having the best flying hug drop in the business today. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Oh, you mean the what flying push? You mean the flying push? No. The move that he beat Adam Cole with. <laughs> he, hu- he hugged him and they jumped off the. Um, oh, yeah. The yeah. Yeah. The flying hug. <laughs> the flying hug drop. It's actually called the flying hug drop. No, I have no idea what they called it, but that's what I call it. It's a cool move. It looks great. It's like Spanish fly Jays. Uh, now, uh, okay. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Anyways, and decided it was time to let you guys know I appreciate what you do. I'm a cheap heat OG from all the way back in the day. I checked out a little during the shoot era, but I'm back on board fully since the 24-7 title run of the cinch. Peter, it's been great to hear the joy de vivre back in your work. Joy de vivre. Is that French? Um, seems like you had a tough run jobbing out for a while, but I'm happy it's come good for you. Keep doing what you do. I appreciate how well you judge the cutoff point between Dip and SUG's arguments. Really keep the show moving along. <laughs> Dip, great to see you working a full-time cheap heat schedule, brother. Nobody in the business today makes me chuckle heartily like you do. 
And shout out to Stack Guy Greg. You're a great guy. Congratulations on getting married. Good luck with Thank all that. You and keep minding each other. I wish you every happiness. I do have one question about my guy, Finn Balor. What are your thoughts? Is there another run at the top for Finn? I see unfinished business with Seth Rollins and think there could be a lot of juice in that post-mania. Anyways, here's to sharing that love. Keep it real and stay mage, Thomas. What a nice message. I think we just had a tremor, by the way, a tremor in Los Angeles. You do? Uh, There was a slight tremor, yes. Joy de vivre. Joy de vivre. Is that uh, French, I, SGG? I don't, I don't, I don't know, and I also don't think you're saying it right. Joy de vivre. I have no idea. Has to be. It has to be like the joy of life, right? Exuberant um, enjoyment of life. Sure, sure. No, you think you know people in this town? <laughs> <laughs> to, to answer Thomas's question, I do hope Finn Finn gets another. I think he has another run at the top in him. But I mean, as we've been saying though, this this elimination chamber card is stacked, and this potential card for WrestleMania is also stacked. So I don't I don't see him making his way toward the top until postmania. I don't know if I see it ever happening again. Um at least before his contract is up. I don't know. I can't tell. Sometimes it seems like they want to do something, and then sometimes uh not so much. Mark writes, Dear Peter, Dip, and STG. We live in interesting times. Mage wrestlers switching to huge companies continues to be a thrill for me. I've enjoyed Cody's work since I started following being the elite back in the ROH NJPW days. And while I would have been fascinated to see where he takes this AEW character in a divisive environment, I'm rooting for his success in his future endeavors, presumably with WWE. If that plays out, I believe Cody should go straight to the top of the list to dethrone Roman. WWE is in desperate need to establish new threats to the tribal chief with names that do not rhyme with rock. It would inject a lot of excitement to see Cody challenge Brock or Roman at SummerSlam and open many different possibilities. It would be a huge bummer for Cody to come back and just be another guy there, not only for the missed potential, but as the first AEW talent in the door, Vince really needs to give him the royal treatment to entice future free agents and reverse the perception of WWE creative. Thanks for all the entertainment, fellas. Stay mage, Mark. Interesting take uh, there at the end about how this could affect a time down the line when maybe they are trying to get more people to come over. Interesting thought. You think about, you know, when Vince bought WCW, Sting famously tells the story that what kept him out of WWE in the years that followed and what attracted him to TNA was that he saw The Rock cut a promo and say, who the hell is Booker T or something to that effect? And he didn't want that same treatment. So, you know, there is there is some validity to, to what to what he's saying. I don't necessarily think that strapping a world title on Cody is going to be the thing that that proves or disproves how they view outside talent. But there is some validity to that, though. The biggest question that to me will exist around Cody is a huge return like that is is almost it's inherently a baby face. Cody is not a natural baby face. Him don't, and don't his tell wife, him that. <laughs> him and his wife are heels. Okay? That that totally. is that's how they play. So that that will be the interesting thing is how do you take a moment like that, make it you can do it, but it just requires a little bit of work. I think um, he has the finesse to do it though. I do. I think that he has the finesse to pop up Soak in the baby face adulation and then immediately turn in in like a five minute span. 
I mean, here's a uh, here's Louie. I'm sure people are already mentioning this, but I want to put this out in the universe. Seth Rollins should win the title at Chamber Elimination on Saturday. Come out to gloat on Monday, only to get confronted by a debuting Cody Rhodes. There's so many avenues they could go with it. Most intriguing being the fact that Seth was being molded by the company while Cody left to flounder. While Cody was left to flounder. Add to it the fact that Cody has never had a WWE title opportunity. If they're feeling really spicy, have Cody say, it was easy for me to say I would never challenge for that other title because there's only one title worth having. Mania needs a shot in the arm, and Roman and Brock title versus title ain't it. Seth Cody for the WWE Championship is the biggest match they could do that doesn't involve a legend. Thoughts? Was that was that emailer's name? Louis or Lewis. Louis? Louis or Lewis agreed a thousand percent. I didn't even think about that. It'll be mage. But it, it's it, a good idea. It's laid out so per- he even used the, the word of the day spicy. He did. <laughs> he said it had he had it had the right spices. Lewis, I'm with you all the way. Lewis, Louis, I'm with you all the way. That's a that's that's um that's that's something. That, it's something that's mage. It could be, that, it could be something. Don't undersell it. Everything not, is something. Not, that thinking, is mage. Everything is something. That is mage. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's something. All right. <laughs> well, SUG, from, from an email you really like to one you won't like as much. Let's hear it. Mail. John writes us with an email called Two Takes. Take number one. The WWE, the EST of CHP, gave the worst take I've heard from him in months. He wants Roman to have a three-year reign. If Sean Sapp tweets out backstage news that the powers that be heard this and said, good idea, and chisel it into Creative Stone to keep that belt on the head of the table till SummerSlam 2023, I will cancel Peacock, delete the podcast app from my phone, sell my possessions, and fly to Greenland, which we all learned from that Andre the Giant movie is the worst place to be unemployed. While Roman has been doing a fantastic work, I am over his title reign. I am over like punk in Chicago, having him dominate everyone. When you think of the height of popularity of the WWE, the title reigns of Rock, Sock, Stone Cold, HBK, Taker, etc. weren't that long for the most part. Several guys were elevated. Right now, the WWE is stuck with pushing Roman and Brock and everyone else as an afterthought. The creative stagnation has led me to watch segments here and there of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT instead of the entire shows. And I can always read the recaps of what I missed, and it usually isn't much. It also led to me watching AEW more, which leads me to take number two, AEW. I've been following AEW more closely, and I think the next step for them is to get some kind of deal like WWE has with Peacock. The TBS and TNT apps are nice, but I'm not going to get back into the habit of buying some $49.99 pay-per-view. So far, it seems AEW knows this, and each week they put they put one, if not four, pay-per-view quality matches on. AEW has shown more and more interest in the product inside the squared circle than WWE, but they are also showing they can tell more than one long-term story on the same show. We, we have feuds, we have factions, we have matches with meaning. I love how they keep showing wrestlers' records, and I love how it resets each week so they can put a fresh coat of paint on whoever they choose. Granted. Uh, sometimes hard to keep track of who's in what faction, but that's a lovely problem to have with an ever-growing roster and only three hours to showcase them. 
Uh, yes, they have elevation for true junkies, and even though they're almost all squash matches, they help with wrestlers' records and therefore automatically mean more than anything that happens on Main Event or 205 Live. God help me. I may actually watch Main Event this week because it's the only place I can see Veer, who came there, or the criminally discarded T-Bar. Stay mage and enjoy yourselves, John. John hey. likes T-Bar and, and Veer. <laughs> who doesn't? What is, what is there for me to really disagree with? I can't tell John how to feel about, about Roman. He wants less Roman. I want more Roman. Well, I don't think AEW gets a, a peacock like deal, though. That I will say. I think, well, they don't. They don't have enough to give. Right, and and they they are trying. They are trying. I'll give them that. But it's just like because you know you, between Rampage and Dynamite and Dark and Elevation, they have four shows, so they're trying to pump out a lot of content and build a library in a short amount of time to be able to take somewhere. But I don't think that what they have is going to command a, a peacock like deal where somebody's going to, you know, absorb the costs. Maybe, so maybe, they can, maybe short of getting to that point though, what they could, how many, they have four pay-per-views a year. I think so. Yeah. Maybe. May, yeah. If they have four pay-per-views a year, what they could say though is, is they could give people the option of 99 bucks for all four or something. Instead of trying to get people to shell out fifty four different times, yeah, something, something. But I, I don't. I people don't, see don't want to feel like they're getting a value because no one these days is used to spending money on pay per view like that. Unless you're a UFC fiend who's spending seventy five dollars every two weeks on a Fakakta car with nineteen people you never heard of. Yeah, but that, but that's why that's why AEW is not going to be in that position for a while, right? Because UFC has UFC is a, is a brand that people can point to as like. This is what it is to be an MMA promotion. And WWE is the same thing. Like people don't want to be in the wrestling business. They want to be in the WWE business. So AEW needs to do a lot more to get people to want to be in the in the wrestling business before they can get a streaming deal somewhere. Speaking of uh of UFC briefly, shout out to Brock Lesnar for validating something that I always feel when he was talking about UFC and he complained about how they need to make more stars because he doesn't know yep. who the hell anyone is. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, like oh my god that's how i feel like he's like i yeah. watch it and i'm like every time I'm like who can you make some of these people household names no one hears a household name he said that about about, about UFC. UFC. yeah yeah he did he did and and it's funny because like dip will tell me oh you're not watching this week so and so's on it oh my god and i go i have no idea who that is and i, I like this fighters no but i'm just saying some of them I am the perfect example of if I haven't heard of the person, they're not crossover at all because I order five times a year. If, you, if, if someone ordering five times a year is not enough to hear of someone, they have not crossed over even a little bit. They're I like, so like I, I, to his point, Dana's stable is so constantly growing that it's just hard to have people who are really meaningful on top of the fact that one of the upsides about um, UFC is also one of the detractions about it, which is or detractors, which is you can lose a lot of fights and still be credible, which is cool. Yeah. It extends people's careers, yeah. but it does make people mean less over time. You know, you look at someone with 12 losses and someone's going, oh, my God, I'm so excited to see so-and-so. And I look and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. I've seen them lose five different times. It just doesn't. There's plenty <laughs> of those guys. There are plenty of those guys. Yeah. Around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People are losing and losing. Yeah. They're losing up a storm. <laughs> I got to tell you, Dip, I, I, um, 
I watched Saturday. I, I fell asleep. I fell asleep during like the before Adesanya's match came on. It was like fine. I did not watch it. I was not available to watch this pay per view on Saturday, and so I did not watch the pay per view. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, I know Adesanya won. And let, uh, let me guess he 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 won in a decision, and he was somewhat dominant. Yeah, that's right? what I, yeah. I. I'm pretty sure. I just looked I, and saw he won. I didn't even. I haven't like gone down the rabbit hole of of Saturday um, at all. He won their decision, right? Yep. Yeah. And Derek Lewis won by TKO in round two. And yada, yada. Um, I'm excited to see Derek Lewis get another title fight, though. Yes, me too. Well, Derek Lewis is someone who's actually excited. Granted, he already has nine freaking losses, too. He's a big star, though, at least. I mean, I've been hearing that for five years. No, but... And I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black. I don't know if he's good enough to be a star. He said Derek Lux. Oh, he did. He did. I'm sorry. The way they have the listing here, the way they have the listing on this website, it like had the KOTKO under his name, but the other guys circled. Oh. So 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 Derek Lewis was TKO'd in round two, 140. Wow. So as, as speaking to that point, Dipperstein, uh, Derek loses a star, except he loses every other fight. Yeah. Yeah. Again, again, not to be like, I did, I, hadn't, I haven't watched Saturday at all. So I, I didn't watch Saturday. I didn't really look at much. I, no, I knew Sheesh. I had a one, but I was. I will, tell you this, I will tell you this, though, about the, uh, about the Derek Lewis fight. Total strikes for Lewis, 31 of 47. Tavasa had 35 of 47. Significant strikes. Lewis, 27 of 43. The other guy, 24 of 36. In other words, these dudes were beating each other before this thing ended. Yes. All right. uh, Who has a black power ranking that they'd like to contribute this week? I'm going to give it to Keith Lee. Oh, wow. You dug deep. He popped up on AEW, uh, made the speculation last week. Dip was certain this was going to happen. I doubted. I'm not afraid to say it. You can roll the tape. You can catch me in a lie if I even attempted it. I doubted that he was going to show up, but he did. And in dominant fashion, I believe he beat Isaiah Cassidy. And this is the version of Keith Lee that people were were looking for on Monday Night Raw. They didn't feel like they got it. And um, now people have big hopes for him over in AEW. But And um, it remains to be seen what he will do. But that is how you get started on the right foot for a guy like Keith Lee. So my pick this week, AEW's own Keith Lee. Dip? I got to give it to Omos this week. Omos. Okay. Um, I'm going to give, because I, I, I just thought he, it was a fun handicap match. But I, I will also, I got to tell you, I don't know if you noticed. And I texted it to him. MVP's outfit this week was yeah. so mage. It was his best outfit ever. Okay. <laughs> he looked like the man. <laughs> okay. He looked fly as hell. So I gotta also uh I gotta also give it, you know, he he also goes on my black power rankings this week because uh because he looked so he, mage. He is just the best. He looks he looks so great out there. So how about the um the street profits? Oh he he kind of, you know what? He let me say best something about Montez this week. His feet, his feet hit the ground first on his he, splash. He missed the splash. He botched the botcho mania for Montez. Who cares? He's not so many <laughs> mage ones. It doesn't matter. But, uh, but uh, anyway, 
I saw that too. I, I don't. I think. I think botch would be strong, but you see a little foot, a little foot yeah, action. Yeah, there was a foot action. There's a foot action. <laughs> foot action. But I, I, I respect. Uh, I, I like seeing. I like seeing the street profits win some matches again. I'd like to them. Be, I'd like them to be a part of something uh, meaningful in the immediate future. Well, uh, guys, we'll talk to you on uh, Saturday afternoon, like four or five o'clock after Eastern time after elimination chamber there will be a green room so you got to download the spotify green room app and you can hang out with us live stay mage everyone yeah stay mage mage i think i'm going to use some everything but the bagel seasoning today on something really <laughs> yeah. i'm going to put it on something i may put it in my coffee that, that's too far. That, that's overseas. Don't overseas. Shout out to that guy, Red. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage. <laughs>